Hi, the concluding episode as we are close to the end of The Walking Dead. This actually might air after the finale. This one has Seth Gilliam, who is Father Gabriel, Kari Payton, who is Ezekiel, Lauren Middleoff Connie, and she's going to be interpreted through a signer, Ross Marquand, who is Aaron, and all of them in a moment. Seth Gilliam talks Father Gabriel. I really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a fantastic challenge and kind of like yearly payoff playing Gabriel because there were so many changes, either subtle or outright drastic changes uh, to his nature over the course of the last, I guess it's been seven seasons. It was, uh, it was not something that I foresaw. I, 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 I've said before, I thought that he was Walker bait. I thought he was dead in three episodes. I thought this man is not long for this world. I had not read the comics, so I didn't have any, any history or knowledge about the character, but I just thought that he was a, a character. I thought that he was a plot device to get somebody of more importance killed. And so, mm-hmm. you know, all of the different uh, uh, changes and, and platforms that he's been able to climb over these past uh, seasons has really been a, 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 a extremely exciting to play. And I, and I feel very, very fortunate to, uh, to be the guy who, who, who got to take the ride with him. Their character's defining moment. It's, it's always been Shiva with, for, for, uh, for Ezekiel, because um, to me, Shiva dying was, it coincided with, uh, with, with uh, Ezekiel losing, uh, you know, like, like half of his kingdom, uh, you know, in the, uh, in, the, in the war, in all out war. And, uh, and I think he has been fighting to come back from that ever since, even when I was mourning Shiva on the show, you know, because it was a CGI tiger, you know, she, she was always for me, the embodiment of the kingdom itself. And so, so when I was, you know, grieving her and mourning her, it was, uh, it was Ezekiel mourning, you know, uh, his people and, and his, and his worth as a leader and as a person for, you know, thinking that, that, uh, that the power of positive thinking, you know, means that everything's always going to be okay. And, uh, and, you know, coming to find that, that really it's, it's about, it's about persevering, you know, it's not that everything's going to be okay. It's that, it's that, uh, it's how you get through and, uh, and still make life worth living. But, um, but yeah, it all goes back to Shiva for, uh, for Ezekiel. So I was just thinking about for my character, for Connie, uh, I, was thinking about when Connie actually saves the baby. But then I thought also about the episode that we shot on on the inside. I think that truly was Connie's defining moment because I know that there's so many times that people, you know, ask, okay, so Connie is a survivor. She's arrived, she's strong, she can fight, she can save the baby. She has a good heart, but the burning question was how exactly did she survive? So I think that on that episode, it gave people an opportunity to see how Connie navigates that world. I really love the way that episode focused on some specific things that, you know, that involved that involved conversations that I had with Greg Nicotero before we actually shot that. And when I first read the script, it had Connie just walking down the hall and looking around the hall. But I told Greg, 
you know, well, as a deaf person who has nothing but her eyes to rely on, she would find other ways to navigate. She would need more information because at this point to survive, you need all the information you can gather about what's happening around you. So to get more information, Connie would use her hands. She would probably put her hands on the wall and feel the vibrations, you know, the floor, feeling the floor creak if somebody's walking behind her. I think that's how Connie would gather that information. And there's no way that Connie would just walk down the hall. It just wouldn't happen. And, you know, because that all of her vulnerability is going to be what's behind her, what's behind her back. She would probably put her back up against the wall and use her hands to guide herself so she can keep her eyes on both angles. So I think that kind of specific information played out on the screen so well. And I feel like I was just excited to actually finally show everybody how kind of Connie had survived. Yeah, I uh, I think the episode where where Aaron loses uh, Eric was uh, definitely the one that that shifted him completely because in that one episode he loses his longtime partner of God knows how many years. I mean, it's arguably one of the longest relationships that we ever see on the show, uh, rivaled probably only by uh rick and um lori but uh in that episode he obviously loses his partner which devastates him completely but he also gains a daughter you know um i think when rick comes out of the the sanctuary not the sanctuary but whatever that compound is after just having killed her her father uh rick comes out with this baby and uh i think aaron is so lost in this moment that he needs to take the baby and just do something and and tether himself to this new life because um he's lost you know he's just his he's like a cyclone of emotions at this point and um if he doesn't tether himself to somebody or something he's just going to go off the deep end and he's just going to lose his mind so um it's a, it's a beautiful moment where a man who's lost everything all of a sudden gains this new responsibility and i i think it's wonderful that he's uh taken on this role and i at first i was surprised that uh, the showrunners wanted me to really raise this kid, but now I look back and I think it was just perfect. It was a perfect um, and and very logical transition for him after having just lost his partner. I think it was when Father Gabriel lost his uh, his vision, um, not fully, but in uh, his right eye. It seems to coincide with him seeing things a lot clearer, being a, a little more devout and his belief in himself and his decision-making process and his courage level and his conviction levels. I think he went partially blind and gained uh, a bit more insight into himself. Any teasing about the finale and filming the last episode? You go ahead. No, I, I, I was talking, but you're the king, so you go ahead. Dale, dale, lava. Yeah, you stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> But I mean, I'm going to start by, by saying by saying we're not teasing thing. You waited. You waited 12 years for this uh, for, for this episode. You're going to wait another five. We're not we're not teasing anything. I'm not telling you if the grass is green or brown. I'm not telling you if the dirt is is uh, is is gravelly or if it's, if it's smooth. I'm not. T- I'm telling you nothing. It was too cold that day. It was too cold that day for me to be teasing anything. No, but seriously, seriously. That's really how I feel. I mean, I feel like so many people, you know, they want, they want us to tell you, tell something, but, but I, to the crew and the cast and everyone that is, 
that is, uh, you know, waited this long. I think, uh, I think, um, you know, patience is a virtue. That's what I'll say. I will also say that, that, um, that uh, I am, I have still not mourned the end of this whole thing. I don't, I'm not sure if I will. Maybe, maybe when I see everybody at the finale, I will, um, I will, I will finally have some kind of cathartic experience, but Christian tried to do this like two years ago when we started uh, filming this last season and she started to tear up and I was like, how don't you do it? Don't you do it, girl. I am not going to cry for two years. I'm not going to. And I think I shut it down. I shut it down ever since then. And, um, and uh, I'm a, I might just end up being a blubbering mess, you know, I, you know, on Sunday, but, uh, but I, I have yet to truly come to terms with letting this go. I love it, man. I love, I love you guys right now. The, the, your silence, your silence is like love to me. It is like, Amazing. it is, it is sweet ambrosia. Much like, much like Kari, I have, it's still not over for me. The work part is over, but the relationships aren't over. The show hasn't finally finished airing. There's still the finish line ahead. So, I'm not going to sit down on the track and unpack my bags just yet. You know, I'll cross the finish line and then see how I feel late next Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, I guess this is kind of like a real long goodbye. And I don't think that it will ever get to that point. I just feel like this is a goodbye that's just going to keep going on for another 12 years. I mean, you know, we, you know, we finished shooting this, back in March, well, first week of April, we were done shooting it. And since then, I've seen, you know, I've seen Seth, I've seen Norman, I've seen other castmates, you know, you know, from now, you know, every now and then, and we get together to do a lot of interviews like this. And now the show has been coming out. So it doesn't really, it hasn't really sunk in yet. And I'm really looking forward to this Sunday because that actually means finally, hopefully, most of the cast will be able to get together and look back on all of the work that we've done. It's such a huge honor to be a part of this. You know, this is a cultural phenomenon, in my opinion. And I was part of that, that narrative. And well, what an honor it has been. And, you know, I had a chance to watch the final episode. I finally got to see it. And it's big. And the final is huge. The finale is huge. And I think that that's, we, the viewers, will feel content and satisfied. But at the same time, I don't want people to expect it to just be a nice, you know, bow at the very end. Because it's still going to go on. You know, just like real life. Nothing really ends. There's more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. Here's more sci-fi talk with Tony Tolado. How has Father Gabriel helped Seth Gilliam professionally and personally? I could, but that would make me somewhat of a bore, wouldn't it? Just another actor talking about himself. I, I've had an opportunity to see parts of the world I, I never thought I would. Um, I've met people from all walks of life that I did not imagine when I uh, first started out as an actor. Um, being able to have access to. Yeah, I've seen places I didn't think I'd see. I've met people I did not imagine meeting. I've had 
fantastic exchanges and experiences and conversations with people both about the show and about my life directed to the show or, or, or indirectly related to the show. I, I've made friends for life. My life has been in, enhanced and enriched in, in, in ways that I can't really measure from being a part of this show. I guess that's why I haven't, uh, you know, closed the book on how I feel about it because I, I'm, I'm so full from the experience that I've had on the show that, that um, I, I got no place to, to put up a wall with it. Professionally, yeah, I've done a couple of films and a play since the movie ended that I don't believe I would have uh, been able to, uh, or that I would not have been the first choice for if they'd not seen my work on The Walking Dead. So we'll see if that continues moving forward, but uh, it's worked you know, so far. Hi, guys. Uh, not like from an acting standpoint, because some of the group is still with the Commonwealth and some of the group is on the outside. Do you guys mention that to each other in, your, in passing or to kind of keep the integrity of both those kind of, uh, you know, performances, not kind of acting, knowing in the back of your mind that you know where it's going on their end? It's a little convoluted question, but I'm just curious if uh, how you kind of stay in your own moments and not overlap. It's interesting because I think a lot of the frustration, not not like a genuine frustration, but just more like a oh, shucks uh, kind of frustration that we've had this last season is that it's been so um, chopped up in terms of uh, groups. I mean, we've we've kind of fallen into these little cliques this last season, and I I really haven't hardly seen Lauren or Kari at all this season. Uh, I think, um, and I can't say if I will in the last episode, but I mean, I've barely seen a lot of people that I usually work with um, or would like to have worked with more. Um, and uh, it's, 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 um, it's very interesting because I feel like, of course we get the scripts of ahead of time and we get to read what happens, but um, it is, it is very interesting to, just keep track of every different group and where they are and how they're fitting into this giant storyline. I mean, Angela and Scott laid out this incredibly ambitious um, and very involved uh, final season. And there's just so much going on. I mean, it's, it's espionage and, and things falling apart, both internally in Commonwealth and outside of it as well. And then how do we fit into the, all these groups? How do, who do we trust? Um, there's a lot of moving parts, and uh, that is a great question. I don't think we've ever really had a, 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 a strong consensus to a large degree of where everyone is at all times, but uh, we, of course, get the scripts, and that's the only real clues that we have of where everybody is. You didn't mean to infer or imply that you didn't enjoy working with the actors that you were working and hooked up with no, this I season. I mean, I mostly work with I mostly work with That's you, and, and I am I am important. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mostly work with you, so I am important. Yes, yes. Let's talk. I just wanted to be clear. Just wanted to be clear. Uh, yeah, that's a, it's a lot to keep a track of. Ross is uh, smarter when it comes to that kind of stuff than I am. I pretty much just learn my lines and hit my mark and hope that you know that the editing would tell the story that um, that I was not taking on. You know, it's it's. I, th I think there are so many things that 
you can concern yourself with as an actor to begin with that uh, when you start thinking of, you know, structure and, and minute plot details that aren't directly related to you and your character in the moment, you can get a little lost planning ahead and missing the moment that you're in. So um, I did not undertake it because, as you know, as I said, I try to keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, I also wanted to say, like Seth, I have to say, you know, just watching you and some of the actors and other cast members, you know, it's such an intuitive sense for you at this point. And I felt like so many of the cast members already knew they know their characters so well, but it didn't quite matter what was happening in the script. It, at that point, they just know how their, their character would respond in that specific moment. And I definitely, you know, looked up to that and tried to incorporate that into my character as much as I could in, in just over the last three seasons and how she's developed. It's really, it was challenging and confusing, especially this season, just because we're doing so much crossboarding and the rewrites were insane. The scripts kept changing the sides we got were sometimes different day to day. Um, so in just looking at, you know, Norman and looking to the other experienced actors and they would just roll with it, you know, and I always tried my best to kind of follow the experience that they had, the vets, the veterans of the show. And, but then I started to realize that part of my confusion was natural, you know, that naturally just con contributed to the storyline, you know, for, for the final couple episodes, you know, because it is confusing and you can feel that people are confused. And I think that's just real. And for me, you know, putting all of that together, it's definitely like a puzzle. It's a huge jigsaw puzzle without seeing the actual photo on the box to see how it's supposed to come together. So we just have no idea. We're just trying to search for the pieces that fit. I think at the end of the day, all our job is to stay true to our character and their journey and that the pieces will, will come together, you know, and sometimes it, it's, uh, it's, it's frustrating. Honestly, one of my, one of my favorite things is to frustrate the hell out of Greg Nicotero. And, and they're like, dude, I can't do that. You know, damn well, Ezekiel can't do that. What's that? So, so how's he, and, and the, the, um, the, the beautiful, lovely exasperation of a man who is trying to please everyone. And I and I and I and I tear it all down so we can build it back up. But not but uh, but seriously, I you know, our job is to stay in the moment and to stay in the moment of our and, and the best thing that we can do, I think, for the production and for our fellow castmates when we're standing across from each other is uh, is give them a moment of truth that they can play off of, you know, and um, and thankfully. You know, one of the strengths of this this show is that they have found they have found people who who give you truth. You know, when they're when they're playing these characters, and uh, and it's awesome. It's awesome to see. It's awesome to to continue to be surprised by by you know all of my castmates. I mean, you know, these three people here included. It's um it's it's humbling to be a part of a group of truth sayers, you know, in what's, you know, you know, many call just a, you know, a, a zombie show, but, um, but there's truth in this blood. Honestly, there's usually truth in blood, but, but uh, even in this fake blood. 
You lost me, Kari. What are you talking about now? What? What about blood? You know what? Next time I see you, we will have a drink, my friend. I yeah. love you. Love, love you too, you. baby. Yeah, quite an ensemble. Really an, quite an amazing ensemble. The Walking Dead ends and has ended, probably as this podcast comes out. What an experience I've had being there at the very beginning, at that first round table at New York Comic Con, and now here at the end. So much talent in front and behind the camera. It's been a pleasure. This is Tony Tolado.